Hey, Christian coaches and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Sales Strategies for Christian Coaches podcast. You're probably here because you want to build a highly impactful and financially successful business. From time to time, though, you might feel derailed by fears or confusion around sales, business model, and pricing, or not knowing what strategy to act upon next for your coaching business. I'm Justin Janowski, the founder of Faith to Influence, and when I was a new coach, I had fears around some of those same topics. Fortunately, God delivered through my business and blessed us with over 250K in revenue in year one and over a million dollars in our first three years in business. Throughout that time, I solved some of those challenges and I want to bring the solutions to you. In this podcast, we'll give you real tools and wisdom to help you develop a high integrity, high converting sales strategy to elevate your mindset around sales, money and business and help you design and price your ideal business model. This is going to be a lot of fun. Let's grow together. Hey, thanks for listening in today. I want to talk to you about finding your authentic leadership voice. I believe that God has given each of us access to an authentic leadership voice that is all our own. And while we might want to have mentors in the marketplace, speakers that we enjoy, leaders that we enjoy, who we may emulate as we learn to communicate at a higher level, to sell at a higher level, to coach at a higher level, to public speak at a higher level, I think emulating great leaders is important. And that's a part of the process of finding our own authentic voice. But to find our own authentic leadership voice, at some point, we need to go beyond emulating others and settle into ourselves. I actually think this is a very important part of being successful in sales, in coaching and in speaking from a stage or otherwise, because people love authenticity. It's a new currency in the marketplace today. People want to hear from people who have something authentic to say, and they want to know the real person. One thing that you've probably heard from me in this podcast in the past is sharing the idea that Pete Vargas talks about an opening heart story when we're going to deliver a speech or a retreat or a conference or whatever it might be, beginning with an opening heart story in our speech. And the fact that our opening heart story ought to be vulnerable enough to show some of our flaws, show some of our fears, share about a mistake that we've made. And because of that, It ought to communicate through that story that we're ordinary. We're just like everyone else to a certain degree. But our opening heart story ought to also communicate the ways in which we're extraordinary. We're not holding that back either. And maybe the ways in which we're extraordinary are the ways in which we've overcome our fears. We've overcome our flaws. We've learned. We've grown from the experiences or the mistakes of the past. And we've become better because of it. If we're delivering a great opening heart story, our audience says, wow, this person's ordinary and extraordinary. They might be saying to themselves, wow, he's just like me. And I want to be a little bit more like him. Or wow, she's just like me. And I want to be a little bit more like her. Our audience, our ideal audience is going to be attracted to our authentic leadership voice. Our tribe of people will appreciate us because of the way we communicate. And it doesn't mean that you have to sound like someone else. In fact, it means the exact opposite. There are people in the marketplace who are really intense and they bring intensity in their communication, intensity in their vibe and their energy, and that attracts people to them. 
but the exact opposite. The speaker, the coach, the leader who's really peaceful, really quiet, attracts a massive audience of people who don't like the intensity. And there are people who don't like the quiet, the peaceful nature and want the intensity and everything in between exists. And for us to truly find our audience, find our tribe in the marketplace, it's important that we find our authentic leadership voice. And this means accepting ourselves a little bit more. This means learning to love ourselves a little bit more, even amidst the flaws. My first coach was Hal Elrod in 2009, and he said, give up the need to be perfect for the opportunity to be authentic. Can we let go of being perfect? It's actually changing how you speak. It's changing how you communicate. In fact, I remember recording the first podcast episode and even introduction to the podcast, the outro for the podcast, like recording some things and sharing them with McCall, uh, who's a good friend of mine and has supported the Faith to Influence team for years. And McCall said, man, it just doesn't sound like you. I was trying to use a voice that wasn't mine. I was trying to emulate what I thought I heard other people do on podcasts and use the podcast voice that I heard other people use. And it wasn't me and it didn't sound authentic and it changed the way he received me. And so I had to learn to bring my authentic voice to this. Well, some of you are making that same mistake. I had the blind spot. I didn't realize that my voice was sounding so weird um, that I wasn't being myself but it's because I was trying a little bit too hard and I had to scale it back a little bit. Some of you might be doing this on sales calls. You might be doing this on coaching calls. You might be doing this on podcast interviews where in an effort to be liked or to be like someone else, you're trying a little bit too hard and you're forcing and pushing and, and you're not sounding like you. I remember when I was new uh, in closing high ticket deals, and I was working for a company called Epic Impact, and I was learning from Ben Skemper and Jake Merriman about the sales process. And I remember listening to Jake run uh, through how to run a sales call, and he had an audio training on it, and I listened to it multiple times, and I found myself on those sales calls trying to be Jake. And there was a lot of force. There was a lot of effort. There was a lot of tonality choices that weren't really mine. And... We can get some results trying to be someone else, but I never got great results until I settled into being me and realized that my voice could emulate certain aspects of Jake's sales strategy and communication that were valuable, but could emulate them in my way and could sound like me. And when I started to believe in myself and my voice and my ability as a communicator more, and I brought my authentic confidence and humility and the balance of those two things to a call, I was so much better. It was so much easier for people to receive me, so much easier for people to trust me. Now, my authentic leadership voice isn't scaled back from that like over effort that I was talking about before. You know, when, when I was trying too hard on the first few podcast episodes, I, I, I think that I deleted those ones, by the way, and did fresh ones. So hopefully in the first few episodes of the Sales Strategies for Christian Coaches podcast, I wasn't trying too hard. But if you notice a difference in my voice in those ones, it's probably because I was. And I wasn't aware of it. Like it was unconscious. But I'm not talking about scaling back from like trying so hard to overcorrecting and being way too casual and way too laid back. That doesn't feel like leadership to me. Some people act too cool to try 
to lead or too cool to try to communicate in a leadership tone or to give their best. And it's almost like they don't want to be judged for trying too hard, so they don't try hard enough. And what I recognize is my authentic leadership voice, while it's not going to sound like Jake's from that training, it's also not going to sound like me sitting in my living room with my buddies watching the Green Bay Packers and joking around. The voice I bring to that conversation is different than the voice I bring to a podcast or a training that I'm leading or a coaching call or a sales call. And that's different than the voice I bring to church. And that's different than the voice I bring to my grandma and grandpa's house. And that's different than the voice I bring to the playground with my kids. And in fact, I bring a different voice to my kids in different scenarios. There's a different firmness and voice that I need to bring to them when they need to be corrected. They need to be disciplined. They need to learn an important lesson than the voice I bring to them when they fell and scraped their knee and they just need to be loved and be held and know that they're safe. And so one of the things that I know is each of these voices for me can be authentic. My joking around voice with the guys watching football can sound very different than the voice I bring to the podcast or to my sales school calls. And that can sound quite a bit different from the voice I bring to my kids when they need to be disciplined. And that can sound quite a bit different than the voice I bring to my kids when they need to be loved and supported and feel safe. And every one of those voices can be completely authentically me, even though there's a lot of difference between them. We all learned this when we were little kids, how to speak with an indoor voice or an outdoor voice. And every single one of us has a lot of range in how we communicate. We can communicate with a lot of volume when we need to and, and be louder when we need to. And we can also communicate in a quieter way. We all know how to whisper. There's a lot of range in the volume in our voice. There's a lot of range in the tonality of how we use our voice. There's a lot of range in the speed that we use. We can talk and communicate quickly when we're excited about something or when we're nervous. We can also slow down and communicate at a slower rate when we're thinking about something. We can bring a different energy or a different emotion to our voice. Our voices can communicate emotion. They can communicate empathy, understanding, just by a subtle shift of the tone of our voice or the volume or the pace. And I don't want you to overthink this because that's, that's kind of the opposite of the lesson. But I do want you to have an awareness that you have a tremendous amount of range in your voice and how you communicate. And what's important is to find our authentic leadership voice, the voice that we speak in when we have total certainty that we're good enough, that we're the authority on the topic at hand, that we've got something important to bring to this person, the voice that we show up in when we're asking great questions, a voice of curiosity, a voice of love, a voice of impact and influence. And our emotion, no doubt, affects the voice that we bring forward, which is why our pre-call ritual when we're about to speak or we're about to jump on a sales call or a coaching call is so important. Getting ourselves into a, an emotional state that's strong, reminding ourselves that we are, in fact, good enough, that we can do this, helping ourselves get into a, an emotional state of confidence is so important. But also settling into our authentic leadership voice is important. And this is something that for a while could take work. It could take focus. The best way to get good at it is to practice, which means have more sales calls. Do more Facebook Lives. Some of the people in my current sales school class know that that challenge is for them because 
it's something that they've been wanting to work on. I was so proud of Tanya in our sales school who did her first Facebook Live this last week and she felt nervous and she did it anyways. She felt scared and she did it anyways. And her language was great. Her message was great. Her presence was great. Her volume was great. Like so many good things. And all she was missing was a little turn of the dial to her authentic leadership voice, her most authentic self. And that's completely natural and completely normal the first time we do that. Just like I did the same thing the first time I released the podcast episode. And maybe I ended up changing that one and going with a new one. But I'm sure I did the first thing with a Facebook Live that I released. And I'm sure those first sales calls that I held as a coach sounded completely different than I sound now. The first coaching calls sounded completely different than I did now. I do now. I probably tried too hard. I probably tried to fake confidence because I wasn't feeling confident. Or I probably just sounded nervous and scared at times. And that's okay. That's part of the process. I'm sure there were times where I was trying to be Jake or trying to be Ben or trying to sound like someone else. And that's okay. That's normal. That's part of the process. But if we gain a new awareness, even now in this moment, as you're listening to this podcast, that your intention is to settle into your authentic leadership voice, your authentic pace, volume, tonality, the language, the words that you use without trying to be anyone else. I remember being exposed to some coaches in the marketplace who would swear and use really intense language to get people's attention and interrupt their patterns. And there was a period of time, I feel slightly embarrassed thinking about it because it was so not me, where I tried to bring that same energy, that same language to calls or speeches inside of a certain context, a certain community. And it was so inauthentic, it just wasn't me. And man, I feel so much better having let go of that and recognizing that certain people are going to want to hear from me in my voice. And I'm not going to try to be anyone else. I'm not going to compromise my values. I'm not going to communicate in a certain way. That's not for me. I also remember receiving pushback from leaders and mentors I had about how to respond to objections on a sales call. And it didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel honest. It didn't feel transparent. It didn't feel like it supported marriage and faith and the other person's personal responsibility to their own decision to handle objections and respond to objections in the way that I was coached to respond. And so I just didn't do it that way. I do it my way, which is different. And there was some things I learned about responding to objections that I've kept with me that were really valuable. So even from a, a source that didn't have all the answers for me, there were some answers that were really strong, some ideas that were really good, some parts of a bad idea that were just what I needed to hear as part of my process, but I needed to do it my way in a way that felt honest and right and true and good. And doing it my way hasn't cost me sales. My way is assertive and confident and direct enough to still challenge people when they need it, but it's really loving and it feels right. And we've still been able to build a multiple six figure business while letting people get off the phone or the zoom to talk to their spouse and to come back and have a call the next day or the day a couple days later and make their decision then if that was important to them. That hasn't cost me the opportunity to be successful. In fact, it's probably helped my success that I've done it in a way that felt aligned to my ideal audience. Those are the kinds of things I'm talking about. And if you're listening to this, 
the invitation again is to first take an awareness of this and say, I want to find awareness and intention, really awareness that like you have an authentic leadership voice, a way that you show up when you're teaching, leading, selling, that's most compelling, most influential. And that no doubt inside that authentic leadership voice, your authentic leader is probably confident. Your authentic leader is probably abundant and generous. Your authentic leadership voice probably really cares about the other person, has great deep curiosity about them and their needs. Your authentic leadership voice may be calm. Your authentic leadership voice may be direct and bold. Yours doesn't have to be like mine, but you might, you might jot down the characteristics of your authentic leadership voice, something that you know is deep down there in your gut somewhere, or your heart, that maybe you haven't fully accessed yet. And just begin to pray, God, help me to unlock my authentic leader. Help me to communicate in a way that's influential, that makes a difference, that helps people and serves people, but that's also me. And so the awareness is a step to consider. An intention to find the authentic leadership voice is another great step. And a willingness to continue to communicate and practice imperfectly until you find it is the next most important step. So interview on some podcasts, start your own podcast, jump on some sales calls, get on a coaching call, speak to your group, run a Facebook live, put yourself in situations where your voice is challenged so that you can find it so that you can settle into it so that you can remember it. Each of us can do this. If this isn't making sense for you, if this seems confusing or, or too fluffy, feel free to jump to other episodes where maybe there's a little bit more direct strategy. But for now, consider just loving and accepting yourself and being willing to be you rather than somebody else and put you on center stage, put you in front of others who can listen to you so that you can be found by the people who want what you have. So important, so important for us to do that and to say that, man, if they don't want me as me, they're just not my ideal client. That's okay too. We can still love them, but your ideal client's looking for somebody who communicates like you, who shares stories like you, who has your pace, your tone, your energy, your volume. This doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to improve as a speaker. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to recognize opportunities in the way that we speak and influence to get better. But even inside of those strategies and those opportunities, we need to find our authenticity. I hope this encourages you. I hope you have some ideas of first steps you can take. And I hope to hear your authentic leadership voice in the future on a podcast, on a stage, on a Facebook Live, on a sales call, on a coaching call, on a coffee connection call. I'll pray, God, help us to find our voices. Help us to communicate in a way that serves the calling that you put on our hearts. Help us to love our neighbors well. Help us to love you better. Help us to be a little bit more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like a free copy of our 10-step sales process for Christian coaches, go to www.f2itribe.com slash free.